Benjamin C. Cholock, here to welcome you, dear listener, to episode 47 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for goons, hypocrites, and morons. <laughs> GHMs. GHMs. Uh, this here on the other mic, who do we have here? My co-host. My name is Pasta Dean. How the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh, my own. Pasta Dean over Pasta here. Pasta Dean. How's it going? Good. I told you that's what the Algerian guys I worked with called me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. P-A-T-E in French is pasta, I guess. P what? P-A-T-E. Pate. Oh, like pate? Yeah. Oh, Whatever. really? Yeah, I think. I thought pate was like, well, I don't know. But anyway, so you're pate Dean. Pasta Dean, yeah. <laughs> uh, A-K-A a- uh, the Phantom in the Temple of Sadness. That was a that's nickname right. <laughs> that Riyadh gave me. Shout out to Riyadh. I miss you. Riyadh. He's a good, he's a good boy. He was a very good boy. Yeah. Um, well, they call me Benny Kulo, so, uh, hello. Uh, that's my, <laughs> my Twitter name Benny right Ass and the Pasta Man. Benny in the Ass morning. and the Pasta Man are here to 98.7 <laughs> WFUX. We've got Benny Ass and the Pasta Man ready to get your day going right. Phrase that pays coming up the top of the hour. Here's some hinder. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, oh, who, uh, I hear you're really into philosophy now. Where do, you, where do you learn your philosophy from? Oh, you know, these two guys, it's a podcast. <laughs> Uh, uh, hosted by Benny Ass and <laughs> you do, if you heard names, if you if you heard the cons of the show oh one of the guys teaches the other guy a lot about philosophy and you found out that one of their that their names were the pasta man and Benny Ass <laughs> you'd be like which one is the teacher they both sound so dumb yeah really who's yeah who's the master and who's the pupil who fucking knows well Benny Ass is the master <laughs> so, the ass master I'm the ass master and I'm ass here. master Ben <laughs> ass master Ben is on the clock here aka the Kulo kid the Kulo kid <laughs> here to uh here to teach you a thing or two about a thing or two about uh philosophia oh that's right you you actually went to princeton university you majored in philosophy there and you've uh decided your professor there a tenured professor there and you've Mm -hmm. you've you've selflessly volunteered to help this poor sack of shit yeah learn a little bit about philosophy i guess one of the biggest questions at this point to ask is uh why are we still doing this am i a hero yeah and I am. Um, <laughs> but then, <laughs> do you know who the real heroes are? Who? The people who support this podcast through Patreon. Can doing you believe God's that? God's work. They're doing, doing, doing the work. Lord's work. Yeah. We do this show for free. We love doing it. And this show will always be free. But if you, if you, if you need a little bit of extra love, light, and godliness in your life... Go to our Patreon page. Just listen. A wee bit of extra learning for the, you guys. Five bucks a month, Ben. Five bucks. Five 
bucks a month. 500 pennies. Can you believe that? 500 pennies for a bonus episode each and every single week. That's crazy. Yep. Can and, you believe it? Uh, I can believe it because I just set it up today. Yeah, that's... <laughs> well, yeah, I guess... Yeah, I like that I'm saying that the guy who does no work on it, I'm like, isn't that something? Where did this come from? Oh, Ben. Uh, what if I just didn't tell you? It's just There's just like some money just shows up in your bank account every month. And then you go, and okay. like, I don't know, some fairy is just giving me some money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no... Uh, yeah. uh, Go ahead. So yeah, five bucks a month, uh, you get a bonus episode each and every week. We've been doing this experiment where I teach Ben about things. Yeah. So far, they've all been comic book related, uh, but <laughs> but uh, enjoyable nonetheless. Enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, so and then we'll have some other top kind of off topic stuff that, that we'll discuss at some point. Uh, so that'll be extra every week. Uh, we'll have other uh, cool rewards if you want to pay a little bit extra. But for now, it's just five bucks. Can you five believe bucks. it? Two bucks to support us, uh, you know, at all. You don't get access to the bonus episodes with that, but we do appreciate it. Yeah, thank five you. bucks for the bonus episodes. Yeah, the uh, the two everyone who's pledged two bucks so far, you'll be grandfathered. Yeah, in, yeah, so don't all worry. those guys. So don't yeah, worry if, if you've been forward. if you've been paying two bucks and you've been getting a free episode and you've been feeling a, a little chill run down your spine, a tingle <laughs> of excitement. Don't worry, friends. That tingle will always be there. Do you know what uh, what Vic did to me the other day? What? Um, so Pat's roommate, Vic uh, Victoria, she works at a uh, bar in Austin. And I was there just hanging out, you know, while she was working. And uh, when she was done with her shift, she comes up to me. Unbeknownst to me, I was, you know, watching the TV there at the bar. And she puts her thumb on the small of my back and then ran it up my spine. Whoa. And it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Yeah. I felt like I was in prison. Wow. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, she did something uncomfortable. <laughs> That's weird. It's a joke for 17 people. Yeah. But it was just the most horrifying thing of all yeah. time. But anyway. Anyway, so listen to this free one. And if you don't want to donate, that's totally fine, too. Yeah. Who cares? It's fine. It's just Ooh. extra stuff. It's extra stuff if you want to pony up some extra bucks. Honestly, who gives fucks? a shit other than us? Yeah. You'll be severely hurt if you don't. Um, oh, I'm always hurt. <laughs> but Pat, yeah. on this free Enough episode, shilling. Enough, Enough chilling. capitalism. Enough of this capitalism, man. Join the DSA, folks, and then you don't have to pay for extra shit. Um, Do you pay a monthly due at the DSA? Yearly. And it's not that much. It's How like much 20 it? bucks a year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I might join it just because of that low, low price. It's a low, low price. I don't know shit about it. Of $20 a year. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Um, okay. Today, we're going to talk about this fucking guy. All right. <laughs> We're going to talk about this guy who uh, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of. Uh, he's very German. He's very pessimistic. <laughs> oh, wow. A philosophy <laughs> major who's into pessimistic German men. This guy is the most pessimistic dude uh, in, like in the that, German tradition. That's all we've learned about are no, pessimistic German I men. I know, I know. But here's the thing. He takes the cake because he's li literally a lot of people call his philosophy pessimism. Like he owns it. <laughs> so his main philosophy is just yeah. like, fuck it. Basically. It's basically fuck all of this. This is all garbage. I don't want to do this anymore. We're all meant to suffer eternally. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born. Basically, yeah. He's he's kind of a moody prick. He's, I did. Yeah, that's right. You're the only I'm person, the only person who's been asked to be born. <laughs> yeah, just makes no sense. It seemed like fun. There's <laughs> who, pizza. There's hot dogs. Who asked you? Like, I don't have time to get into this, but <laughs> I want to know who did you what, who, who did you submit your application for for existence to? The source. The s <laughs> I submitted it to the source. Um, 
what if you were denied? <laughs> then I would go, well, <laughs> I guess I'll just continue this limbo yeah. existence. This non-existence. Yeah, why not? Um, okay, no, so here's what happens. What happened? All right, this guy's name is Arthur Schopenhauer. <laughs> Which is that immediately just shaking his head. Well, I mean, come on. How how fucking German does that name sound? Yeah, it's not as bad as some of the other ones, but it's it's still pretty it's a it's a terrible name. Arthur's pretty normal, somewhat normal. He looks exactly like an Aardvark. Arthur? Yeah, Arthur. His name's That's Arthur. not normal. Where have you ever met anyone named Arthur? Uh on TV. But have you ever met anyone named Arthur? No. But Mm-mm. I feel like I feel like Arthur is also one of those like old names that only old people have. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that like there's Doris. There's certain names that you only see cuz it's not like a foreign name. It still kind of makes no. sense in English. It's just it's a name that you only see written down. It's never right. like some yeah, it's, if some guy walked up to me and he said "How the hell are you?" Yes, OB. The name's Arthur and he stuck out his hand. Yeah. I'd probably shake his hand still, but I'd be weirded out. I, I would say if he if he said you can call me Art, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, it's still kind of weird. Okay, I gotta I gotta show you a picture of this guy, right, and sorry. obviously we'll be we'll be releasing the picture as well, or you can just fucking Google. It also, if your name's if your name's Arthur, uh, tweet us. I'd like to meet you. Yeah, yeah, come come hang out with us, Arthur. Come, all of you. <laughs> come end my prejudice. Open invite to all Arthurs. Of every the world. single <laughs> Arthur. Okay, this comes out on Friday, so every single Arthur that that we're listening to, that's listening to this right now, go to the RBM Food Mart Saturday. At one thirty, yeah, we'll be doing a meet and greet. We're gonna have ArthurCon. We have an ArthurCon <laughs> at the RBM Food Mart. <laughs> so, what's this guy look like? Okay, so I'm gonna show this to Pat. Tell me <laughs> how, what. Tell me how grouchy this guy looks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this guy looked like he just lost a fight to a wolf or something. He looks so upset. He looks so mad. He also kind of looks like uh, like super old Wolverine. In a yeah, way. yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah. Okay, so huh. we'll, we'll be releasing the picture. But Does anyway. he have as tortured of a past as young I wouldn't say, well, he was James Howland, his real name? No way. Did you know that? Logan? Yeah. Logan. James Howland? James Howlett. Howlett. Yeah. I thought his name was Logan. Well, Ben, there's a lot you don't know about Wolverine. Well... Uh, you know what, guys? Tune in to the uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the we'll Patreon talk about it on our dumb and comic book one. That's where I'll, I'll learn some more of this shit. God, now, I love that your version of I'll teach someone something is about philosophy, mm-hmm. and mine is just comic books. Comic books, yeah. Um, so he's got they're kind of like swords in his hand. <laughs> he's got six of them, and you can't break them, so don't even try. Yeah, it's called adamantium. Um, Pat, so anyway. recording it in you're in the wrong room. I'm just in my bedroom saying it to no one. Yeah. Not even recording it. <laughs> Pat, Pat, get out here. Oh, uh, Ben, I'm talking about Wolverine. <laughs> to nobody. James just, Hallett. You're just feeding some squirrels on your window ledge. Oh, God. Talking to them about Wolverine. Um, okay, anyway. So, so what's this guy's deal? Is a grouchy piece of garbage? He's a grouchy peach. Well, grouchy. He's a grouchy peach. He's a grouchy peach. He is no peach, my friend. <laughs> this guy... Man, I'm going to start calling uh, my lady friends grouchy peaches. They're going to be so pissed. <laughs> They're going to be so pissed. A grouchy well, okay peach. there, Miss Grouchy Peach. <laughs> I love that it's like... <laughs> so shitty. It's like weird catcalling, too, because it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's somehow like inappropriate. Ooh, I don't hey, know why. Grouchy Peach? It's, so, it's, <laughs> it's inappropriate. It's very belittling. I wonder why, but it's yeah. definitely very... In- it's what it's like. It's like. It's like when you call a lady a female... 
it always That's sounds always weird, weird. Yeah. even though I don't know that there's anything inherently wrong with that, but it's like, you just go, oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. It's weird it's to call female. them just females. Weird. But I think I if you why. say something like a female philosopher or something like that, that's okay. That's not what I mean. I mean right. going like... Just calling them a female. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think that's cool. No, <laughs> I wonder why cool. though. I don't know. It, it just, just sounds, sounds weird. It's like when people... It's like... I've heard people, some of my family, uh, refer to African Americans as blacks. Yeah. That's so weird. I guess. It's so uncomfortable. Well, African yeah, American also sounds stilted, though. What is the it's, problem? It sounds very awkward, and it sounds. Well, just saying, black person, I think is fine, but calling someone a black, black yeah, that's a black, that. <laughs> a group of blacks. Doesn't that yeah. sound bad? I sound. I feel bad saying it. Yeah, it does sound bad. Well, it's sort of like <laughs> it's like that that Thirty Rock episode where um, uh, Alec Baldwin is dating Salma Hayek. And he, he keeps calling her a Puerto Rican because she's from Puerto Rico in the yeah. show. And then he keeps saying, am I allowed to say that? That sounds yeah, racist. Yeah, it and, sounds odd, and she's yeah. like, that's what we're called. <laughs> it's weird. But it sounds, it sounds weird. I okay. wonder why. Um, How do we solve this? I don't know. Um, well, there's, there's nothing to be solved here because life is shit. Um, well, <laughs> according to this character, what's his name again? Arthur Schopenhauer. Pendergrass? Oh. Yeah. So let's do some bio real quick. All right. All right. This guy yeah. was born in uh, what is now called Gdansk, Poland. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hell? Which is, which is, guess what? Guess what that? So that's like the Polish name for this town. Back when he was born in this town, it was part of Germany. And guess what it was called back then? Uh, what? Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude was born in Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Arthur, when you cry, you make a pessimist argument. Yeah, basically. So he's so he's really into fucking Arthur Danzig. the philosopher. Arthur the philosopher. Exactly. Um, the misfits. Yeah. So hold on. Big fan of the misfits. So Even this is then. when poor Poland, man. Yeah, they got carved up a couple times. What's going on over there? I think they're okay now. Well, not really, actually, because now they made it. <laughs> they recently made it illegal to uh, to say that uh, Poland helped out in the Holocaust, which they absolutely did. Um, they absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, you know, some of them. But also it's illegal died, to say but... that. Yeah, yeah. Well, most a lot of them died. But um, anyway, it's let's... illegal to say that. Yeah, they say to imply that Poland uh, had any sort of participatory role in helping the germans execute the holocaust is illegal you go okay. to jail if here's you do what it. we're doing <laughs> if you donate if you pay for our plane tickets and you donate me and ben are gonna go to poland and we're gonna have a chat we're gonna have a chat with the we're Poles. gonna talk to yeah. them and we're gonna say hey poland you own fucked up. up own up big time yeah um I don't but know yeah. if I feel so bad for him now. I was about to say, these poor schmucks, there's, they're always getting kicked around, and people just The Poles do. are anti-Semitic as fuck, dude. Those, those dudes kind of suck. Yeah, people <laughs> just do whatever they want to these guys, but I yeah. guess they're, you're saying that they're no good. Um, your argument is that every single person in Poland is no good. I think that's your argument, right? That's not my argument. Well, no. No, maybe I misheard <laughs> yeah. you, but I guess, you know, people are complicated. People are complicated. Here's the thing, and this is this is my good friend Art here. He, oh, uh, yeah. He says um that uh everybody is no good it doesn't matter what country you come from hmm okay and, and you know we're gonna get into that in a second do you know what, what uh because i did a little bit of research on this guy actually do you know what his uh parents said right before they conceived him what ew 
Like, right when his dad met. Right before. Do you know, what, do you know what his dad said? What? He said, I love making art. <laughs> well, that's fucking crazy because this guy has a whole aesthetic philosophy that's kind of interesting that we'll get into. That has to do with his father's uh, semen. Yeah. So what's this guy's deal? He's in Poland, but it's called Danzig. That is so funny. Okay, yeah. His name, so he was born in Danzig. <laughs> He's born in Danzig. Do you in... want to know what his first word was? What? Mother! <laughs> I can't believe anyone donates money to this. No, Some so people sorry, do. You guys. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, so he was born in Danzig. It's just dad jokes and making Ben mad. Yeah. That's his whole podcast. <laughs> that one was pretty funny. I like that one. Yeah, pretty funny. Mother! Is terrible. Um, so he was born in, uh, in Danzig and... <laughs> Danzig. It sucks. He was born in Glen Danzig um, <laughs> in 1788. Okay. God um, damn. Yeah, born in 1788 and then died in, I think he died in Berlin in 1860. Um, so he lived a pretty pretty nice long life. I think, what is that, 72? That makes him? I don't know. Wait, he was born no, in 1788? So what's the, what's the math? 1788, what's 12 plus 60? 72, yeah. Sure. Okay, so um, we did it. So anyway, that's the end of the show. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's our that, that's our spin that, that's our spinoff. I Let's learned do math. math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, he was uh, he died in 1972 when he was a kid. Uh, guess what? His father committed suicide, and um, <laughs> so he lived with his mom. Is, no wonder this guy was <laughs> such a bummer. Yeah, he's his a dad's huge bummer. dead, and he lives in Danzig. Yeah, and he got his heart broken like several times in oh, his teens. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, he got fucked up. And he has this whole, he has some quotes, man. I got I can't wait to read you some of these. Okay. Uh, Cause he has theories about like life, happiness, um, how love is a sham. Jeez. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the quote right now that I think is my favorite. It's so funny. Love is a battlefield. No, he says, if you get married, it's basically like thrusting your hand into a sack of snakes, hoping to pull out an eel. What the <laughs> fuck? What a German thing to say. That's yeah. the most German thing because first of all, it's love like, is like a pile of snakes. So I can't really do a German accent, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Marriage is like pull. No, I, hold on, I can't do it. German accents are kind of hard. Let me come hard. back because I, I can usually do a German accent, but I'm not prepared for it right yet. Ru- right Russia now. is good. Anyone can do Russia. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, get in the chopper. Yeah. And love is a pile of snakes. That's, I can't even do an Arnold. Yeah, and he's Austrian. He's Man. not Russian. <laughs> well, no, I know but oh, okay. this guy. Um, anyway. I gotta work on my impressions. They're not very good. Well, Russian Russian is pretty easy. It's yeah, almost as Russian. easy as influencing an election. Anyway, um, oh. yeah, topical. So, fucking Schopenhauer. Fucking yeah. Schopenhauer. He um. So let's uh let's get some background here. So his point of departure is the guy. He's your favorite. Um, the famous German virgin, Immanuel Kant. This guy? Yeah. So he starts from here. When you said okay. German virgin, mm-hmm. I literally was like, there's so many dudes this could be. Yeah. Well, not Schopenhauer, because I think he smashed. Really? Yeah, he smashed. And then, but he's like, um, he's not a player. He just crushes a lot. Whoa. And he gets his heart broken. Constantly. Then, yeah, constantly. He's just, a heart, he's just a heartbroken fucker. Yeah. Hence the, the snake <laughs> quote. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Which my favorite thing about that quote is like thrusting your hand into a sack of snakes in the hopes 
of getting an eel, which is like, why are you looking for an eel in the yeah. first place? Like, that's the best case scenario right. for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, great. An eel. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I've just found the woman of my dreams. Yeah. I can't tell it's you an eel. <laughs> I can't tell how many times I've, I've bought my niece and nephew stuffed eels. They just love it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> who has a sack of snakes lying around? It's like it's a popular German game. <laughs> it's like you know how we have like guess how many jelly beans <laughs> are in the jar. <laughs> with, with them, it's, with them, it's <laughs> in Germany. It's a, yeah, it how just, many snakes are in this sack? Yeah, and see if you can grab an eel. And so you're just in there with your arm in the sack of snakes, furious snakes. We're just, you're just like, ow, 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 ow. Imagine like when you're a kid and you're learning how to play these games. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, well, what do you do? All right, so you see that sack of snakes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What do you do? Well, you put your hand in it. All right. Yeah. Oh, you fucked up. You got a snake. Oh, you fucked up again. You got another snake. Oh, you won. It's an eel. It's an eel. <laughs> the German boys just dance. Yeah. <laughs> They just dance. And the German boys dance. Yeah. They dance in Danzig. Um, gross. It's, uh, yeah, it's real gross. Okay, so. Um, I think I like this guy. You might like it. See, here's the thing. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm trying not to come in on every episode trying to predict whether you're going to like this or not. Yeah. Because it's a fucking, it's like, it's like trying to pull an eel out of a snake sack. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, one of our patron rewards is going to be a sack of snakes. Sack of snakes with one eel in <laughs> with it. With a dead eel in it. <laughs> um, okay. So the, the, the eel has to be dead, right? They 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 live in the water, right? Or are, are there Dude, land eels? I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about the eels. I don't know this practice. I like the band. <laughs> what? The band's pretty good. Eel? The eels. Oh, okay. Let me tell you one thing. I don't really know that band. Well, they're pretty good. Uh, let me tell you an interesting thing go the singer of the eels mm-hmm. born in danzig <laughs> he was also born in danzig uh he took music lessons with the same guy i took music lessons with in northern virginia oh cool peter prince <laughs> what's his name well no his name peter princiato but he went by peter prince princiato yeah he That's was in, kind of burying the lead there <laughs> he was an interesting guy he Went by his name is Peter Princiato, uh-huh. and then he went by Peter Prince. He sounds Italian. Is he Italian? I, I mean, I hope so. It sounds like an Italian. Name. I hope so. Yeah. And then he went back to Peter Princiato. Like, but he was like telling me he was like kind of like anguished <laughs> over about the choice. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know, I'm dude. F- I would be too, because like Prince is a cool name, obviously. Yeah, and I was like, well, Pete, I'm you know 16, but Princiato. I don't know how to. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Hell of a bass player, that guy cool what a talented man yeah well here's to here's to uh pete princiato cheers uh finally so pat's learned not to to, not to drink from a glass i haven't because uh i just drop it every time (laughs) yeah you have a real problem fucking bleed the shit out of my my uh my hand so okay fucking schopenhauer he starts off with kant okay we have to do a quick thing of kant it's gonna be quick okay all right (laughs) That's okay, I guess. He's just silly. It's just he thinking s- about him is silly. He's you know just a why? very silly man. You know why? And he takes he took himself so seriously too, which I think is one of the funniest things when yeah. a very silly person takes himself seriously. You know why I find him so silly? Why? I don't, I don't even think I ever mentioned this. I didn't. It never even really occurred to me until this moment. Mm-hmm. The reason I find Kant so silly is that the way I picture him, I picture him like a big fat dude with like. I picture Friar Tuck. 
basically. Oh, weird. Big fat dude with like bald oh. head, but some hair. He's got like a bow staff. That's a, that's weird because I'd never thought of Kant that way. That's all I think. Kant about. is like Kant looks like any anybody who. So you know that really famous painting of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Yes. You know, and everyone, you know that that look that everyone had back then. It's like yeah. The powdered wigs, the knickers, you know, with the sure. um, like socks that go up to your knees and shit. The long overcoats. Um, he dressed like that, but <laughs> but in my mind, he's like tiny. <laughs> oh really he's like a little three foot dude who's Whoa. dressed like that like a sure. like a lawn ornament <laughs> that's how i think of Kant. god we just picture him <laughs> but he's got like a powdered wig and shit we picture he looks him like thomas jefferson but like yeah very very tiny <laughs> i'll be honest though regardless of gender i picture every historical figure as friar tuck just a thing that's that's an insane thing i have Tourette syndrome yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's the cause of that though well, and you never will <laughs> Or maybe I will if you uh, tune into a Patreon episode. Oh, no. Where I'm, Pat teaches me about Tourette's syndrome. No, I'll never do that. Okay. I will never do that. That's fine. That's fine. So, um, hold on. So, this fucking guy, right? Yeah. He's hanging out. Okay. So, what about Kant? Okay. So, Kant. Okay. Fried truck. You know, I mean, Fried tuck looking ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fried tuck looking ass, motherfucker. Yeah, he just gets uh, <laughs> bullies. Like a lawn jockey ass, motherfucker. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know who that is. I don't think he exists yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet. What if it's like a weird cyberpunk look that comes around? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. That'd be weird. Okay. Let's, let's try to stay focused here. I'm trying to. <laughs> no, it's very hard. It's tough. Um, Life's tough. <clears throat> life is tough. And we're going to get to this. Okay. So Kant's philosophy, real quick, is basically this thing called transcendental idealism. And what he says is, uh, our <laughs> yeah, that was a death cab for cutie album. What was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they have transatlanticism. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So here's the thing. Basically what Kant is saying is, uh, when, when we're trying to learn things about the world, right. Um, we have our reason, which sort of manipulates this raw input, which is like our sense data. Yeah. So things that we see, things that we smell, things that we hear, all this stuff, it comes like right into and through our faces, right? Through our heads and our brains process it into something that can kind of, we can make sense out of. Okay. Right. So that's how we come up with concepts like distance, space, time, uh, you know, frequency uh color all this shit right it's 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 our brains basically working this very raw sense data into uh like a a picture of the world that makes sense to us yeah so that's why when you see something that's smaller it's that you know through the laws of perspective that's how you know that it's like further away things like that does that kind of make sense yeah okay but the raw input that's coming at us from the world uh which which uh Kant calls noumena right or a noumenon <laughs> which the is the opposite of a phenomenon a phenomenon is what our brains are like making or Ho- that's the on. picture that we're making the opposite of a phenomenon is called what a noumenon <laughs> what the hell um, where does this guy get the balls to dude, say something like that this guy this is why he had to walk so far all the time yeah it's to kind of like you know loosen up his balls because his balls are so huge i guess you could say then is that you can't lose (laughs) you mean you can't win (laughs) you're like (laughs) 
<laughs> Pat is is forcing with every fiber of his being not to laugh at his own joke right now. <laughs> He's biting my lip. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes were shut the tightest I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you can't you can't win. You can't no. lose. <laughs> you can't win for losing. Yeah. Um, okay, but basically the main point is that there's, uh, there's like the picture that we create in our head of what reality is. Yeah. That's the only thing that we can ever know. The world is a vampire. The world is a vampire. Yeah. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a cunt in a cage. Yeah. All right. But, um, there's, uh, this world outside of us, right? That, you know, the, it, the, it, that's what's sending us or is projecting out this like raw sense data at our, at our faces basically. And then our brains are interpreting all this shit through our senses. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Schopenhauer, man, I think about that sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty trippy. And so for the most part, most philosophers are trying to say, well, there's a couple different takes, right? There's, there's some hot takes or some cold takes. Okay. Okay. One of the biggest, one of the hottest takes, the ones that that peop, most people tend to try to like prove, even though it's been unsuccessful for centuries, <laughs> is proving what is the structure of reality in and of itself, outside of what our our like sense perception is. What but, a frustrating job! Can yeah, you imagine so if that's your job? Dude. And it's thousands of years we've been trying to do this. What do you do for a living? Well, I try to figure out reality. Yeah, have you figured it out yet? No, no. <laughs> Yeah. But don't you have like a master's in this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Sorry. just talk to him. He's got a he's got a doctorate. He's got a PhD. He's just pointing some guy in a corner with a gun in his fucking oh, mouth. No. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> okay. So um Reality bites. Reality does bite. Um so Kant basically says, Well, we can never really know the um the structure of reality outside of ourselves. He yeah. just kind of gives up. <laughs> yeah. And he says, the only thing that we really can know for sure is how like our abstract categories in our own brains shape the raw sense input or whatever, right? That comes into our, into our heads. Okay. So Schopenhauer says, he goes a little bit further and he goes, yeah, okay. So we probably can't ever really know, you know, what is outside of our like sense perception. Right. But, obviously there is something out there there's something that's influencing what we see and how we how we kind of construct a picture of our world yeah okay and he goes the government it's it's dude it's even bigger than the government dude what yeah it goes all the way to the fucking past the white house really yeah it goes up to the fucking kremlin dude the kremlin yeah no it's 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 beyond any sort of political thing it's uh basically what schopenhauer says is that there's this mass of like reality, quote unquote, in and of itself that exists outside of our framework. Um, and he says that even the notion of like plurality, like s something being one thing versus being many things, that is an abstract category that we invent ourselves in the filtering process. And really, there is no distinction or there's no like... Um, delineation of things like time and space and like number and yeah. color and all this shit doesn't exist this is hmm. all stuff that we make up ourselves okay right to deal with the world but the world outside of us is this mass of like roiling chaotic uh like energy or, or something okay weird we very weird 
and he calls it uh he calls it i don't remember what the german like uh pronoun is or whatever but it's it's called uh the will it's der villa or something like that is how you say it in german what's crazy about german Mm -hmm. is how long their fucking words get this is one of their shortest ones. That's crazy. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. I was expecting like a long paragraph. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe. Yeah, everyone talks about. Everyone talks about how efficient German people are. Yeah, I think it's because they just don't want to talk to each other because they know it's going to take forever <laughs> to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's like one word is an entire sentence, and you're like, Jesus. You man. imagine being German and sitting now with somebody, and they're like, "How are you?" You'd be like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, and that's gonna that, take but, so long. But fuck in German has like eighteen syllables. Oh no, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, okay, but yes, it's a very good point. <laughs> you ever any, have you heard anyone sing in German? It is disgusting. <laughs> I don't know who these people think they are. Well, there's some like I don't know. Uh, uh, balloons. Oh, you know? that song. Balloons is balloons. That song's alright. I mean, <laughs> but when I hear it in German, I'm just like, it just annoys me. I, I guess I kind of like it in German. Well, I like just because I think I like the novelty of it. I like the goofy. That part's so goofy. There's yeah. no way they weren't having the time of their lives recording that. The keyboard player is probably playing that riff. Like this is so goddamn funny that they're yeah, yeah. do this. They, you know, they they could use a laugh. Those people. <laughs> they, yeah, they really, I'll say they really need to fucking laugh. Yeah, once in their lives. Yeah, troubled past. Yeah, woof, brother. Anyway. And they got this guy fucking telling them about about shit. It's so um, <laughs> unbelievably insane to me that Germany, okay, they're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a long time ago. But my, my point is that, like, and certainly the people who are alive now don't really bear responsibility for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure, the thing. But the thing. What is crazy to me is that Germany produces like these dudes who are so unbelievably brilliant but at the same time they produce dudes who are like you know it would be like good what it's just murderer oh yeah there's that so many people it's crazy that that's the same group of people that's kind of weird it's a well that's that's a whole other topic not to get sidetracked by it but it's weird that like germany was like before world war ii was one of the most like enlightened like places in Europe, they had like some of the best scientists, and like they had a lot of poets and and writers who were all very very like you know progressive and and, and enlightened and shit. And then something just happened in the thirties, and Dude, people were still I, yeah. trying to figure it out. Like it's what crazy. the fuck happened, to you guys? It's kind of it's almost <laughs> like well, no, it's, it's almost not. like they uh, lost uh, a catastrophic war right before yeah, that. <laughs> happened, right? And then we just punished the shit out of them for it. German history is crazy. Greek history is yeah. interesting to me because it's like, they were like, they just kicked so much ass for a while. Yeah. And now it's just like, well, another, yeah, they up? can bar- barely pay their bills. I know it's crazy. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like Greece is like the NBA of like the fifties where it's just like, there's just like two teams that win everything. You know what I mean? They're, they're just like, <laughs> awesome yeah and then like later on down the line it's like the people who play basketball now yeah. if they played against those fucking cracker oh, okay. ass motherfuckers they would just own shop yeah. i would love to watch the, <laughs> i kind of know what you mean the 1950s 
basketball, whoever won the NBA championship in like 1953, yeah. I want to watch LeBron James play all of them. At oh, the same yeah. Time. Single-handedly. Yeah. And yeah. not, not only just the five people on the team, I mean, all 12 players, I want them all on the court yeah. at the same time. And, no. he's just, and it's just like salt on the wounds because most of them probably are pissed off that he's even allowed to play. Right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wait, what is this about? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But wait, how is that like Greece? Because they want, they were, they were so smart and so good and then oh. like like our like oh now there are other teams now what the hell do they unquote. do they they invented democracy western philosophy yeah all this shit and now it's like oh what do you do now the, a gyro how do you, how do you even say that euro no one even but, knows that's how shitty how it is. no 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 but people don't know that euros that's, are good as fuck though. I know that but that's how <laughs> shitty their fucking cultural output is now it's now, like the biggest yeah, okay. thing that we know about them is a sandwich <laughs> that we can't even agree on how it's pronounced <laughs> we can't even agree on it and arguably it's not really Greek it's like kind of Mediterranean no one knows right if it's what's like your Greek favorite or- band from Greece I couldn't tell you. Wow. Why no would idea. you be able to? Yeah. Why would you be able to? It's Greece. <laughs> hey, Greece. We, we had this new thing yeah. called rock and roll. Maybe you should check into it. The movie with John Travolta is more famous than the country. <laughs> like, what's your favorite band in Greece? I don't know. Whichever one did that musical called Greece. <laughs> Man. What if we went to Greece and they were just like, they just kicked ass at everything. And we're like, well, I mean, we've been wrong. Well, we might be able to see for ourselves. That's another goal on the Patreon. Oh, it's for us to go to the If we get $2,000 worth a month, like aggregate, like everyone kind of donating, sure. we're going to take a trip to Greece and, and record an episode at the Parthenon. <laughs> How tight would it be if we did that? Yeah. And then like the recording got corrupted? And like people would be heard it. so it would be. I'd feel bad. We would have to, we'd have to fake our deaths <laughs> no we, we would we would have to do we have to record another episode like in my apartment and just be like hey we're in the parthenon yeah, this is just lie weird the you front can, door opens victoria walks in we're like oh no you can hear we us. don't edit it out though you can for hear some us reason. sweating yeah <laughs> we're just so bad at subterfuge okay <laughs> good word yeah um i know things okay so hey let's... guys i learned something <laughs> all right F- fucking where were we God, that was that was know. off the that was a sidetrack. Something about Germany. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, Germany. Um, motherfucking Schopenhauer. So he comes up with this uh, kind of a response to to Kant, and he says, "Well, okay, maybe we don't we won't know exactly what the like structure of outside reality is, but some things that we can kind of assume." Uh, I can't even. Can't, yeah. <laughs> fucking god damn it so uh one thing that you you can kind of sense is that uh that first there is something rather than nothing that's one thing that we can kind of know for sure yeah i'm pretty uh, i'm pretty uh like fairly confident some people won't even give them that those are skeptics what do you mean skepticism is a school of philosophy that says that you know we can't know that anything actually does exist oh that's so annoying which is bullshit i think and i i, yeah. I, I almost don't even want to give it time yeah dude you know? i i've also been uh high at age 15 yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a exactly. dumb argument okay but like what if you never you really see... know it's like well sure yeah i guess you can't really know but but like you still act as if you do so what the fuck but what if when you see red it's like i'm seeing green but i think it's red that's another thing we can do we can do a whole episode on that no i don't want to because though because that's cool thought good because i don't really like that shit either yeah um no why would you hey ben you're an adult (laughs) 
<laughs> you pay Dude, rent. No, that's the thing, though, is that there are some people, some like grown ass philosophers who like have written dissertations on that issue. It's called Gru. Oh, gr- <laughs> oh Gru. It's called Gru because it's like one person sees green, the other person sees blue, but you can never really know who's seeing what or hey, whatever. Uh, I'm going to write a dissertation called You Wasted Your Life. Yeah. So let's not give them any. No, fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we can kind of assume. Um, or somewhat safe to assume, ignoring the haters, that we at least do know that there are there is a reality outside of us. Yes, right. And and I'm loving it. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And so you, um, it's McDonald's uh, uh, jingle. So um, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I, I just felt like doing it. No, why not? So man? Um, you just gotta do, Ben. You gotta trust your instincts. Hey man, I'm just trying to grab eels out here. You know? No, I know what you're talking about, bro. Um, yeah, but she's full of snakes, dude. I'm just an eel lover in a snake biting kind of world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. That's such a cool quote. <laughs> what <laughs> an insane person. Yeah, <laughs> out of context, that sounds undeniably insane. It sounds it sounds fucking insane when you do relate it to what he was talking about. In context, he's talking about marriage. Yeah, this guy <laughs> kind of rules. <laughs> okay. But so okay, so here's here's how we get to that. Schopenhauer says that the will, right? That's where we were at. So the will with a capital W is this huge roiling, like chaotic thing that exists outside of us. Right. And it's, it's driving all of us, not just human beings, but like cats, animals, rocks, plants, like all of existence. Right. It's driving it to be the thing that it is. Right. Um, and it does this blindly and stupidly. So basically it's kind of like, a, <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> So, you know, whenever anyone <laughs> is uh, an academic or and people commenting on the news, like writers, intelligent people, mm-hmm. whenever anyone says stupid, it's so funny to me. Whenever it's, it's, whenever it's like, it's a stupid world, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, it just, yeah. it always makes me laugh to hear. Stupid is a good word. It's a great word. Yeah. I say it. It's one of my favorite time. English words. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The favorite but, thing to say is sh- shut up, stupid. Yeah. It's oh, so yeah. Mean. I love it. It's whenever anybody heckles in comedy. Yeah. It doesn't happen as much as people think it does. Mm-hmm. But when people do, I just go, shut up, stupid. That's and what, it always works. Yeah. They just go, oh. <laughs> yeah, this guy does. really doesn't want me to talk. You know what? I, I learned that from uh, a friend of mine, Jeff, who's not a comedian, but he was in the, he was in the, the uh, what's it called? The, the audience of a show i was at and i wasn't even performing but someone was heckling and he (laughs) the comic didn't say it but my friend jeff from like a few rows behind the guy who was heckling just goes shut up idiot (laughs) shut up idiot and the guy got called an idiot and the guy shut up he got called an idiot and everyone heard (laughs) i know and they heard you be quiet it's a lose 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 situation because you can either (laughs) try to fight it was so funny and no but then everyone laughed yeah really hard because it's like one of the fun even the comic on stage i forgot who it was but they were like thank you that was awesome he just goes shut up idiot (laughs) shut up idiot that's all you have to do if you ever want to do stand-up, I'm going to let you guys in a little secret. Yeah, a little trade comedy. secret here. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's always like, stand-up, it's like so hard. It's so easy. It's the easiest yeah, it's thing in the world. Easy. It's so easy. It, you, Just try it. It's, it's when very you make easy. it hard on yourself. Like when people think that you have to own a heckler because there's all those videos that are like, oh, let's this guy own yeah, a heckle, yeah. heckler. It's like that... If you pull that off, that looks awesome, yeah. right? But it's actually really hard to do that. 
to be like clever and riffy with like a new joke to hit the, the person who's heckling you could just insult them to their face you insult them just insult them because the thing about the thing about owning shut up he- stupid shut up stupid the thing about owning a heckler is that like yeah it's all well and good but at the same time you, your sh- your set is shot there's no way you can yeah so it's the, the best way to do that is to, to seamlessly yeah just quickly fucking yeah. get him to pipe down and then keep going yeah also i was being sarcastic it's really hard but yeah it's actually really hard and none of you guys could do it but um, <laughs> <laughs> but you should try at the velvet room every thursday speed yeah, mic best open mic in town uh amen brother yes okay so the will der villa oh yes okay um it's this uh this force that uh exists outside of us and it's like blind and stupid okay it's so good it's so blind funny, right? and what if you're blind and stupid <laughs> like you can't see anything then and you would like, be the totality of existence right you'd be like it is. you can't see anything and like, oh, this sucks uh-huh. and then you're also dumb you're like oh fuck okay some people know they're dumb and i can't imagine more heartbreaking that existence sucks. well eh. actually that's a kind of a, a socrates quote what socrates said uh the wisest man in the world is he who knows that he knows nothing. Yeah. So if you know that you're dumb, you're already one step above the person who doesn't think is dumb. I guess, you know? but I, I've known so many dumb people and I've, I've, I've looked at their faces <laughs> after they realize that they're oh, being that dumb is and they're like, Oh shit, I'm being dumb. Aren't I? I don't even really know. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I can tell from like, con- I can tell from your reaction yeah. that I said something dumb, but I don't know why it's dumb. And I'm just going to sit here and my brain's going to hurt. And I'm going to feel really bad about I've myself. I've known so many dumb people. <laughs> I've known so, so many dumb people. That's so sad. Yeah. It's upsetting. <laughs> it was poor. It's because it's just like a poor, bewildered animal. <laughs> right okay so this is what schopenhauer says is what we're all really like (laughs) we're all very dumb bewildered animals we have no idea what's going on at any given point even the smartest ones of us like me all right doesn't know what's going on sure okay uh and here's i'll say here's what's really interesting yeah here's what's really interesting about schopenhauer he independently came to a lot of conclusions that uh eastern philosophers have already had already arrived at um, but he lived at a time before Western Europe knew a lot about Eastern philosophy. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about shit like Taoism, uh, Vedanta, Buddhism, Hinduism, like they all kind of have a very, very much of a shared characteristic of saying that there is no like personal God, right. Who's in charge of things. Uh, it's more like existence is kind of carried forward by, this spontaneous natural force that doesn't have a you know a personification or a personality right it's just kind of a like a flowy like yeah man like you know you know what i mean yeah okay so schopenhauer kind of came to the same conclusion but he adds this one thing this one caveat which is where in eastern philosophy the idea is to kind of go with the flow go with this force right sure and and therefore because you want to go go with it it's sort of understood or implied that it's a good thing. Schopenhauer says this thing, this like force yeah. is not only not a good thing. It's Jeez. what leads to all of our suffering. Good Lord. <laughs> and it's blind and stupid and chaotic. And there's no point to it. <laughs> Buddy. And, and it's just, and, and every time we think we're happy, we're secretly not. Jeez. <laughs> what the hell? 
Well, I mean, judging from what he's, you've told me about him so far, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, according to him, the world is just a bunch of fucking sacks of snakes trying to trick you. Basically. Well, here's here's what he says, though. Sack he says, of snakes. He says that outside of our perspective, right, like the, the our minds, which filters all the sense data, like in Kant's fucking yeah. virgin-ass theory, um, the, uh, the force that's outside us that causes everything in the first place, right? Schopenhauer says that it's just this one like force that's not divided up in any way right it just manifests itself in various ways so it manifests itself in our own subjective experience right yeah like my subjective experience but also your subjective experience the Uh-oh. subjective experience of tim the cat tim of plants animals rocks all this shit right and the other thing that he notices is that in order for us to just survive right like we have to eat right yeah okay not only I mean, if you're a meat eater, if you're a carnivore, you have to kill another animal. So you are a manifestation of this will, right? That has to kill another manifestation of the same will. So it's almost like you're cannibalizing yourself. (laughs) And that goes for vegetarians too, because even if you don't eat animals, you're still killing plants, which are life, right? Which still also compete for resources and have to be, have to like, you know, muscle each other out to get sunlight and water and blah 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 love resources yeah well so do so does everything yeah so does anything so does all of life i don't know about rocks because they're not technically living things but like if i found vegetables and up if i found out that rocks have been alive this whole time i don't know what i'm gonna do here's the thing schopenhauer says that there's no way to to ultimately tell whether rocks are son of a bitch or are not alive well so he would say he has that argument no no no. he doesn't make that argument specifically but he says he says that what we call alive we attribute as a, a quality to you know plants and animals right yeah but that's only because we kind of share this sort of same experience and it's only through our own very filtered perspective. We don't. We will never know for a fact whether on the other side of this, like, whatever veneer or whatever you call it, this this veil. On the other side of it, whatever reality is on the other side, it could include a form where rocks are alive in some way that we just don't really register, and therefore we don't call it alive, quote unquote okay you know what i mean yeah because like things move around things can move around like an asteroid can like slam into fucking texas it it better not right well better not but there's nothing we can do about it and how do we know that the asteroid doesn't want to slam into texas (laughs) 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 um how satisfying must that feel though to want to crash into texas and then doing it yeah and then you do it and then die but so let's say that it did want to and then it fulfilled its goal right but then so here's what here's the upshot fucking not only would the asteroid destroy everyone who lives in texas it would also destroy the asteroid and so nobody wins no one wins (laughs) then i think we can safely say when an asteroid crashes into texas nobody wins nobody wins yeah how could they and then so yeah so there's like a bit of that there's um and so that's how we get to this quote about um uh, you know, snake, snakes <laughs> in sacks while you're trying to look for an eel. Snakes okay. and sacks on a plane Basically, with an eel. Yeah, and so he said, what's the deal? Snakes and snacks and an eel. <laughs> I, was, I butchered that, but anyway. All right. um, don't tell me, all right? And... Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know why this popped in my head, but I'm going to say this in a Jerry Seinfeld accent. Okay. Where have all the cowboys gone? <laughs> That's pretty good. Remember that song? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Just a slob like one, one of us. us. <laughs> You're a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on a bus. <laughs> Nobody calling on the phone. Sent maybe the Pope out in Rome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess how much teenage pat dean liked that song scale of one to ten damn you really you like i, I thought well, it was well, an okay I song mean, well, guess scale of one to ten how much did they ten five hundred really <laughs> i was a fan yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting song there's interesting lyrics yeah what if god was one of us you know? i don't know well he was oh yeah he was oh for, yeah well that answers like 33 that question. years there yeah. yeah i guess we defeated joan osborne yeah fuck joan osborne yeah fuck you joan yeah fucking find god bitch yeah we defeated you yeah so what happens now Okay, so we, we're going to cover a little bit left here. We, we don't have too much to go left. But anyway, so... We don't have too much to go left. Yeah, I'm a philosophy major. All right, uh, All right Princeton grad. Princeton University professor. I, I'm starting to think <laughs> that you're not. How dare you? Oh, I dare. You know what? We're going to talk about this afterwards. Um, okay. A double dare. So, motherfucker uh, basically says... So, he says this. Basically, so... Um, all of existence is striving for nothing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's it's all this like endless cycle, right? This guy's so of, devastating. He's a he's he, yeah, he's a he's a pessimist. He must have been the most devastated human being. Did you face. see the picture that I showed you of him? Yeah, he looked he pretty looks, he looks grouchy af yeah um, looks like he has to pee so bad <laughs> yeah that was back when that was like right when photography got out you know oh so you yeah have to, you have to pose there for like an hour and a half <laughs> can you imagine yeah i mean i can but i don't want to sounds sounds shitty i don't want i mean whatever yeah okay well so here's here's the thing just to wrap this up so he he comes up with this with the same conclusions that most like eastern mystics come up with but he doesn't throw the uh you know the the little bit of like dash of salt that makes it more palatable okay he just calls it like it is. He says, this is life. It's endless. <laughs> it, it keeps repeating. It leads to nothing but suffering. It leads to nothing but us desiring things that we'll never get. When we do get it, we don't want it anymore. And that's when he kind of starts talking about love and marriage, right? And uh, how... Goes together like a horse and carriage. I'm familiar. Goes to, yeah, like the Frank Sinatra song. Right. And so he says, kind of a little bit anticipating Darwin, I think, uh, with basically the 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 main backbone of evolution is how we fall in love quote unquote and you know get horny and want to bang and it's not because we're feeling romantic or that we're falling in love with anybody it's literally just to propagate our genes oh sure yeah okay? one of these guys that's kind of what he's saying and this was not like a widely held belief at the time people believed in like love and family and traditional societies that were built around the family right right and that one way to find happiness was to you, you find a partner who you want to have children with and raise a family with and that's what happiness is and schopenhauer says no that's not what happiness is that's the will tricking us into thinking that that's what <laughs> happiness is yeah <laughs> because how many times do you see people who are fucking miserable right or get divorced yeah like as soon as you have that kid you're like well i don't want to do this anymore because they've fucking taken care of the thing that they're supposed to do already. Yeah, man. They're just supposed it's, to nut and then have a kid and that's it. It's crazy because like you'll read... I read this story about this guy who 
I guess, had just abandoned his family mm-hmm. and then just went somewhere. He lived in some guy's apartment or he was his, his landlord. Basically, he found out that his landlord's son was had like died. Yeah. So he got a copy of his birth certificate. And with that birth certificate, he was able to get a driver's license and able Whoa. to basically become... Assume that like identity. He, he talented Mr. Ripley, this yeah. guy. Okay. And he got in like huge trouble and eventually they found out and stuff. But yeah. like I was just reading it and I was just like, God damn, like like the things people do to get out of just raising kids. Yeah. This guy or just are just continuing their boring ass life. He yeah. brought a dead person back to life because yeah. he didn't want to raise two kids. It's 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 crazy. Well, he doesn't really have to fucking I mean, like the way evolution works is that you and now you don't have to do this. Obviously, it's not like a prescriptive moral rule, but the bare minimum that you have to do to pass on your genes is you have to find someone that you can bang, right? Yeah. Have a kid with them. Right. Uh, and then you die. As long as... No, 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 no. So, and then as long as the kid is alive and well up until it is old enough to bang someone else to have its own kid. Yeah. That's how you win. That's all you need to do. That's all you got to do? That's all you got to do. Huh. So you just you just have to basically live in Texas where there's no sex ed and have a kid reach about the age of like 16, 17, 18 and then have and then have that kid get banged out. Yeah. So it'll have its own kid. Huh. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Evolution speaking. Obviously, there's like way more. We're, we're more moral than that. But yeah, that's I guess, all I guess, you have to do I guess we really did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Streamline evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, he's saying, what does, so what does, does he believe in anything fun or love? Or? I'm actually very glad you asked. So this is, this is basically the, I'm glad only, I asked too. the only redeeming thing about his philosophy. That's like a, a sliver of sunshine in this like hurricane <laughs> hurricane of torment yeah is um the only like saving grace about being a human being that has to live this miserable life is art what art so he says that art is an, an a, a representation of the sublime and it's the most sublime representation of the will hmm. okay and it's the only thing that can last forever and it's the only thing that brings peace and happiness to anyone is very truly and and you know, deeply appreciating a work of art. I wonder what kind of art he liked. What if he didn't even like any art? What if he was just like, yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. Like, mostly art now sucks. Well, so in a hundred years, maybe. Right now, I don't know what he would say to a lot of modern art, but I think it also doesn't really matter. Here's what's important. I know what I would sh- say to most of modern art. What? No, thank you. Well, here's the thing. I think I think he would be a little bit. Um, what's the word? Uh, uh, sympathetic with. Um, or just down generally <laughs> he'd be down with uh modern art because he's actually one of the first philosophers uh to deal with so aesthetics is the field of philosophy that deals with art like what is beauty what is the sublime what is you know, what makes a work of art a work of art things like that yeah okay he would he, he's one of the first people to say i would say intent intent sure i mean there's we can go we should do an episode about it because aesthetics is not very heavily talked about and i think it's really interesting um but he's one of the first philosophers to base to justify aesthetic feelings not on how well it represents nature which was the argument from plato and aristotle up until basically him uh he actually said more 
What's more important is what affects you internally about a work of art. Okay. And a little bit, he's a little bit more in the beauties in the eye of the beholder camp than beauty is what represents nature the best. Okay. Okay. That's very, very, that's a very, very like condensed and well, let's just go ahead and call it what it is an inaccurate way of, of portraying his, <laughs> his his aesthetic philosophy. But that, so that's this like is the rough incorrect. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not incorrect. It's uh, it's just very, very cursory and lazy. <laughs> and don't quote me on it. <laughs> well, hey, that's our other yeah. radio show, Cursory yeah. and Lazy in the Morning. <laughs> I am cursory and I'm lazy with Benny Ass and Pasadine. Benny um, Ass, <laughs> such a bad name. Uh, it really Benjamin is. J ass. <laughs> Imagine. Or Benjamin C ass, I should Benjamin, say. Yeah, Benjamin C ass. Yeah. Benjamin, I was thinking, I was Benjamin ben- Juicy ass. I was thinking about Benjamin J Grimm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic Four. That's his name. Fuck yeah. Aunt Petunia's favorite nephew. Who's Aunt Petunia? Just his aunt. Is it this is Fantastic Four still? Yeah, we just bring her up sometimes. Yeah, I, still, I don't know. See, this is why we need to do these Patreon episodes because I don't know what you're talking about right now. Oh, the thing rules. I like the thing. He seems okay. He's tortured. Yeah. Yeah. He's upset a lot because <laughs> he's <laughs> he's a he's a regular Schopenhauer. This guy. Yeah. Well, what what, what kind of bums? What's kind of sad about the thing is that like he's made of rocks. Well, he's made of rocks, and that's kind of <laughs> silly. But like, what sucks is that like. So he's this like weird little freak looking mm-hmm. fuck. And he's like super strong. Yeah. But like he's just not as strong as the Hulk. Like at all. There's oh, so sucks. many people that are just stronger than the thing that like it kind of bums me out. Because he's like, well, I'm ugly and I'm not as strong as this guy. That sucks. Yeah. Like what about Juggernaut? Could he, could he beat Juggernaut? No. No, Ben. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure the guy who's powered by uh, Sidorak himself can take care of the thing <laughs> and has. what that is. Sidorak? Sidorak. Uh, what is that? You know what? No, let's save it for a Patreon episode. Crimson Bands of Sidorak. <laughs> That's a Doc Doctor Strange can shoot those. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> the thing. The ever-loving blue-eyed thing. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why that sounded cute to me. Well, what's good about him though is that he has fierce determination. He's probably one of the most determined people out there. Is. Oh, that's cool. So he's he's got he's got spunk. He's got moxie. Oh, dude, this guy is covered in spunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else about Schopenhauer. That pretty much covers it. Well, I, I will say. What do you that, think? What do you do? You still like him? Yeah, I'm into this like guy just yeah? because it's it's good to have. Even if some of that argument, I'm probably like, well, I don't agree with that. It's still interesting to consider. And he's definitely not wrong. I kind of I kind of dig him. I kind of like it. Oh, here's another thing. Real quick, let's just wrap wrap up with his influences. He influenced a ton of people. So Nietzsche, right? Will to power. He basically he basically just stole that idea from Schopenhauer. Um Son of a bitch. Yeah. Wittgenstein, who's my guy. It's definitely the second worst thing he's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Good listen to that episode yeah. <laughs> to uh get that reference it is a sad one 
um yeah a real bummer he's it was not his fault i i will stay in nietzsche's camp he's not uh well i mean i would probably be forced into that camp but um <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately yeah, yeah. You, you probably would have yeah huh. um no, oh yeah i'd be dead if i was in the holocaust dude <laughs> of course yeah yeah. They, yeah um did i tell you the story of um <laughs> this is what? a really grim fucking story oh, no. but it's pr- i think it's pretty funny okay <laughs> this is how twisted i am um my brother and i went with my dad to israel on a trip like back in 2008 and they have the it's called the yad vashem memorial and it's the like the holocaust museum for like israel's holocaust museum right so it's like the biggest one and they have like a a, a, a database of basically every single person who died in the holocaust okay and you can tr- you can like go in there search your family members or search your last Jeez. name and you can find who of your distant relatives died in the Holocaust? Did you find the Cholocks? We found some Cholocks who who is that their died. That's in, their. That's not like a. Their their the name is spelled back in back when they were in Lithuania. Uh, Lithuania. Cholok, which is K H O L O K, and then you know they changed a bunch of people's names when they immigrated. Yeah. Through Ellis For Island no or whatever. Reason. Yeah, they're just like I don't know how to spell that. Here's how it's spelled now, yeah. and then that's this is that's just your the name, name you get now. All right. Yeah, we have a long. This is the name you pass on to your children. Yeah, cool. we, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We have a like a long lost, not long lost, but like a very distant like relative who lives in Minnesota, whose last name is Halleck. Weird. Yeah, and it's like the same deal. They just they just fucking changed his name in a different way. So what happened when we went to Israel? So we went there and we looked up Cholok, and then the closest thing that we found was was Cholok, which are like. But there are two branches of the family. There's one branch of the family that went to the United States in 1910. Sure. And there's one who <laughs> stayed in Lithuania, oh, and no. they abruptly stopped in 1942. <laughs> yep. And then, so we find that out, and then, my, and then my dad... <laughs> and then my dad goes, kind of like what you just did, he just goes, oof, well, so you guys want to get some ice cream? Or oh, not? <laughs> What? Because it's like, what do you? What were we gonna? What do you? Well, what what do we think were we gonna find? I like, don't know. Obviously, that happened. <laughs> right, but it just is odd to process that with ice cream. I just think uh, that's like what the only thing my dad could say. He's like, okay. well, yes, well, I, I mean, I don't know what we thought we'd find. Right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Let's go get some ice cream now. All right. So then the show, then the the the, cho- the patriarch of the Cholock family ate yeah, some fucking took the last remaining survivors. Yeah. To get ice cream. Went ice cream. The surviving Cholocks. Yeah. <laughs> you all went and had some Israeli ice cream. So yeah, how was it? How was the ice cream? Um, you know, it wasn't as good as I remember. <laughs> no, there was, we had some things on our mind at the time. Yeah, that's got to be a bummer. I mean, it was a bummer, but also, it, it, I, I can't really say that I. I mean, it's a sad thing objectively, but I wasn't like traumatized by it because it's like, hey, we didn't know them, right. obviously, and like they were so far removed, and it's like, yeah, of course, it fucking happened. Yeah, well, I mean, history, 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 history. Yeah. Let's, yeah, you know, so, Oof. yeah, but there you go, <laughs> a little bit about my family, a little bit about your family and their <laughs> twisted view of the Holocaust, yeah, yeah, yikes, <laughs> yeah, that's my dad's view, fucking ice cream well, fixes the ice Holocaust. cream fixes everything, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he even remembers that, but I very distinctly remember how that, how could you not, that's, because I was like biting my fist, I thought it was so funny, it's pretty funny, I mean, it's just such a, <laughs> Like, like, what else do you do? Obviously, you have to continue on your life and... and yeah, right. But still, it's like... 
What's like, I, I, I mentioned this on stage the other night where like when 9-11 happened, uh-huh. uh, I went to my friend uh, Willie B's house. Yeah. Because he picked me up from school because we just were evacuated, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. So was, so was, so were we. My high school was, um, uh, is, is the high school I went to is about two. Two minutes from the CIA, right? Yeah, yeah. Several minutes away from the George Bush Center for the CIA. And um, we... They evacu they evacuated is a strong word, I guess, but they, they had us leave early and Willie B picked me up because Willie B had this weird bit where he went to a school the first half of his day he went to a school for like emotionally disturbed <laughs> high schoolers. I feel like he's a lawyer in Alaska now. <laughs> it's, he's not in Alaska anymore. Oh, yeah, he's not he, um but he yeah, he's a lawyer, but he um or works in law, I guess. But he uh Went to this strange school for emotionally disturbed <laughs> people. I guess he was emotionally disturbed, but I just remember yeah. him as like Willie B, and I thought he was funny. Yeah, well, he was... Looking back, I guess he was emotionally disturbed. But, of course. He yeah. was a drug addict when he was 15. I mean, the guy had some issues. <laughs> but he was a blast to hang out with, I thought. He's I thought still he was, really yeah, he's fun very guy fun. to hang with. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, went to school for uh you know not that that's like an endorsement of that like don't don't go back to drugs because i said that <laughs> which i don't think yeah, he would. yeah. Nah, he knows we do this podcast okay but he uh that high school dude i remember going to his graduation at that mm-hmm. fucking high- so anyway so he went to this emotion disturbed school yeah in the day like the or like the morning right and then the second half of his day he went to my high school but he just wouldn't go he just wouldn't go to school. Just wouldn't go. So sometimes he would go to the disturbed, hang out with the disturbed kids, and then just go home and like go to sleep. There were Damn. times where I literally wait. They all just didn't go to school, or like a, no. Were some they of not them went there. To? Some of them went okay. there for the whole time, for the whole day. Okay, they're supposed to go there. Yeah, right. They're supposed to attend school. They're supposed to attend school. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they he just he just didn't. He just didn't. Yeah. And so sometimes I would. I distinctly remember so many times driving to my school in the morning stopping at his house and waking him up so he would go to fucking school he just wouldn't go to school <laughs> to this he just wouldn't go to school also doors to his house always open just i never grew i didn't grow up that way it always i thought it was so funny his, you could yeah. go to willie b's house whenever you wanted you could just walk in doors his, were his never locked so nice uh, One time, I remember and his father is insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we should do a Patreon episode about Willie B. Yeah. Uh, what? One time, <laughs> you should be a guest. One time, I was uh, sitting uh, on my front porch, just kind of hanging out. It's kind of late at night uh, during the summer. Mm-hmm. I just see goddamn Willie B with uh, our friend Colin, I believe. Yeah. Uh, drive past me. And I was like, what the fuck? And I saw them go around the corner where there was a pool. There yeah. was a pool and that, that I worked at, a lifeguard there. Yeah. Imagine that. I remember that. I think I've been to that pool a couple times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they went around the corner. That Maryland ass fucking defected every once in a while. Right. Yeah. Uh, to join the beautiful people. Uh, so he went around the corner and they stole a, uh, a bench. There was mm-hmm. like this just bench in front of the pool. And he was like, I really want to steal that bench. Oh, I remember the story. I was okay, like, but why go. do you want to? Why? Like, what are you going to do with it? And he's like, I don't know. I just, it's yeah. kind of funny. So I just saw them do it. Just gymnasting like, the shit out of it. 
that guy. There's no one who loves to steal more than that. Dude, he's guy. a fucking kleptomaniac. Yeah, he's got serious. Hey, buddy, emotional. I love you. But <laughs> he's got serious he emotional so much. problems. Uh, <laughs> and then the bench was just at his parents' house. They yeah. never asked where it came from. Imagine if you if your son just brought him a bench. You'd be like, why? Where this bench come from? Yeah, my dad would ask me questions about it if I did that. My mom would maybe ask me a question like, "Where did you get this bench?" And I go, "I stole it." And then my from mom, and then my mom would go, "Okay, good. Just make sure you didn't get caught." Yeah, I stole from a pool I don't belong to, but yeah. for some reason went to all the time. Uh, <laughs> that was God. That's a weird time in my life. But anyway, so yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> so at nine eleven, uh huh, we have to leave. I call Willie B. First of all, I can't get like a ride home. I was gonna get a ride home from. Uh, this girl who gave me a ride there in the morning mm-hmm. and like she just left so i didn't have anywhere to like oh okay for some reason i didn't call my parents i don't know why i didn't do that i'm sure there's a reason but i called willie b and just left a message i was like hey i'm walking through your house i don't know because yeah. they were like you have to leave they just told me to leave I'm like all right yeah they, they did that to us too because no one knew what to do yeah, it was very weird it was very weird and then anyway this, go ahead so, so he picked me up like halfway back to his house he picked me up and we went home we were like i went to his house we're like this is kind of strange so we weren't really sure what to do. So we watched the news and we just ordered buffalo wings <laughs> from Domino's Pizza. Yeah. And like, it's kind of weird because at the Did time- Did you order pizza or just buffalo wings? Just buffalo wings. We do that shit all the time. <laughs> they had great wings back in the day, dude. So okay. we would fucking- I kind of want some wings after this. I really want wings. Yeah. But uh, but I always do. Uh, but it uh, just reminds me of 9-11, you know? Yeah. Uh, but they- they uh, Back when this country meant something. Yeah. I just remember, like, I was talking about this on stage because it's going to be such a weird thing- to talk like once my nephew is a niece or old enough to like ask questions about historical things that happened before they were born yeah for them to be like oh, what would you do on 9 11 like what happened i'm like well you know these guys flew planes into these buildings and then me and my friend will ate some buffalo wings yeah like we didn't do anything no like what, what could i do yeah i couldn't do anything six i was 17 and also <laughs> like what the fuck would i do anyway right but just the idea of saying to someone i ordered buffalo wings on 9-11 it sounds like you could have done more it <laughs> like, sounds like i could have done so much more <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know who did a, who you know who did a lot of stuff on 9-11 what our friend noel oh yeah that's right yeah no um, he, uh not not what you think not a hero no the opposite, the opposite. yeah he uh fully from yeah. start to finish planned and orchestrated 9-11 the horrific attacks him of 9/11. and his wife <laughs> him and his wife Noel and his wife did 9-11 it's crazy right no no waghorn no waghorn did 9-11 dude have we talked about that yet? <laughs> did we ever explain that joke? I don't know. I don't think. I think we did. Okay. Good. I think we did. Yeah. Noel did 9 real, real quick. <laughs> now, you know what? We're not going to explain it. Yeah, All right. you have to know is that Noel Wackhorn did 9-11. He's friends with me on Facebook. So if you want to send <laughs> Noel a message and let him know how you feel about what he did to this country. I like that he just donated the Patreon too <laughs> today. Yeah. Well... If you donate nine dollars and eleven cents, we're gonna call it the Waghorn. Yeah, well, you, you'll you'll get his address, his first and last name, <laughs> Noel Waghorn. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we should probably wrap this up, right? Yeah, I think we learned a lot. I think we learned we a lot. Do you dude. like this guy? Yeah, I'm into it. Okay, it's, I'm glad. it's something to consider. If not, be like, oh yeah, tight. That's yeah. my shit. But you can at least go, yeah, well, he's got a good point. Yeah, he does have a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And he he looks exactly like Wolverine, like, in, like, 50 years. Yeah. Or something. He looks like a heartbroken Wolverine. Yeah. 
He looks like Wolverine from Logan. Yeah. You know, but like with white hair instead of black hair. Yeah. Anyway, so that's been Ar- Arthur Schopenhauer. Yeah. Born in Danzig. <laughs> I cannot believe that. <laughs> that is so goddamn strange. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm originally from Northern Virginia, but uh, my father was actually born uh, in uh, Dave Mustaine. Yeah. <laughs> from Megadeth. Yep. He's from Dave yeah. Mustaine. Bitter guy. Yeah. That guy's got some issues. See, my mom was born in El Salvador, but uh, at the time she was born, though, it was called Fiona Apple. <laughs> so. <laughs> Do you know how to say apple in Spanish? Uh, manzana. Fiona, Fiona de la Manzana? You can just say Fiona Manzana. I like de la. You can say, okay, that'd be Fiona like of the like Apple. Yeah, I like yeah. that. All right. Fiona de la Manzana. It's just a silly name. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, folks, this has been another sterling, historically accurate episode <laughs> of I Learned Nothing, a.k.a. the truth about 9-11 and Noel Waghorn. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us online. We're both on Twitter. I'm at Pat Dean. Ben is at Gristleporn because mm. why not? G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Why not? Uh, you can find us on Instagram at I Learned Nothing nothing podcast. podcast fuck it just it's burns me up inside it sucks here's what we're gonna do we're gonna sick null on this fuck yeah and that and, guy knows how to damage oh yeah he's we're gonna get him to to crash t- <laughs> two 747s into whoever this one guy <laughs> stole yeah because we're on twitter as at i learned nothing but because of this sicko yeah this sick fuck our Instagram is at I Learn Nothing Podcast. It is humiliating. It is. It is humiliating. But anyway, We're follow also, us on there until yeah. until we resolve this. You can find this issue. <laughs> you can find us on uh, on Facebook. We had a lot of Facebook activity today, which that was kind of interesting. So um, you can find us on there. Like us on there. Post shit. I guess I don't really know what happens. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, our Patreon again. If you uh, if you want to have more content, it's on there. If not, totally cool for, for you to to not uh, donate. But if you do, you get extra episodes soon you're gonna have some merch yeah we're gonna put up some merch stuff soon um and uh we're gonna kind of work on some new tiered reward system things sort of guys and then if you could do us a favor if you go to itunes write a five star review uh do five stars if you can write something about the show that helps too so just write hey great job i like it whatever it doesn't have to be long just lie say it's good yeah please please just, just please justify lie. ben's philosophy degree yeah to the oh internet. my god it was so expensive dude you guys yeah please <laughs> please <laughs> it's so expensive yeah it was uh sounds like it right. i went to state school uh <laughs> so uh thanks for listening uh give us some follows on social media and um you know just uh watch out for snakes <laughs>